Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard-to-recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the London Visited Podcast on your favourite podcast provider, bringing to you the facts, history and information about different parts of this great capital. If you have been to London, are planning on visiting, live here or just love London from afar, then this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Steve and welcome to our podcast. We're here for all things London and to tell you more behind some of the iconic places and people in London's history. In this episode, we go to Belgravia. Don't forget to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel, London Visited, to see videos covering this place and so many others across London. Also, if you love the podcast and the channel, why not join us as a member? Join our group of what we like to call our London Visited Crown Jewels, where there are many different benefits, including a members-only monthly podcast. Have a look by going to www.patreon.com forward slash London Visited. And now to this week's podcast. Belgravia is an affluent district in central London, covering parts of the areas of both City of Westminster and the Royal Borough of Kensington and Chelsea. Belgravia was known as the Five Fields during the Tudor period and became a dangerous place due to highwaymen and robberies. It was developed in the early 19th century by Richard Grosvenor, the second Marquess of Westminster, under the direction of Thomas Cobbett, focusing on numerous grand terraces centred on Belgrave Square and Eaton Square. Much of Belgravia, known as the Grosvenor Estate, is still owned by a family property company, the Duke of Westminster's Grosvenor Group. Although owing to the Leasehold Reform Act of 1967, the estate has been forced to sell many freeholds to its former tenants. Belgravia is near the former course of the River Westburn, a tributary of the River Thames. The area is mostly in the city of Westminster, with a small part of the western section in the Royal Borough of Kensington and Chelsea. The district lies mostly to the southwest of Buckingham Palace and is bounded notionally by Knightsbridge, that's the road, to the north, Grosvenor Place and Buckingham Palace Road to the east, Pimlico Road to the south, and Sloane Street to the west. To the north is Hyde Park, to the northeast is Mayfair and Green Park, and to the east is Westminster. The area is mostly residential, the particular exceptions being Belgrave Square in the centre, Eaton Square to the south, and Buckingham Palace Gardens to the east. The nearest London Underground stations are Hyde Park Corner, Knightsbridge and Sloane Square. Victoria Station, a major national rail, tube and coach interchange, is to the east of the district. Plus there are frequent bus services all over here to central and west London. The area takes its name from the village of Belgrave, Cheshire, two miles from the Grosvenor family's main country seat of Eaton Hall. One of the Duke of Westminster's subsidiary titles is Viscount Belgrave. 
During the Middle Ages, the area was known as Five Fields and was a series of fields used for grazing, intersected by footpaths. The Westbourne was crossed by Bloody Bridge, so-called because it was frequented by robbers and highwaymen, and it was unsafe to cross the fields at night. In 1728, a man's body was discovered by the bridge, with half his face and five fingers removed. In 1749, a muffin man was robbed and left blind. Five fields distance from London also made it a popular spot for duelling. Despite its reputation for crime and violence, Five Fields was a pleasant area during the daytime, and various market gardens were established. The area began to be built up after George III moved to Buckingham Palace and constructed a row of houses on what is now Grosvenor Place. In the 1820s, Richard Grosvenor, second Marquess of Westminster, asked Thomas Cubbard to design an estate. Most of Belgravia was constructed over the next 30 years. It attempted to rival Mayfair in its prestige. Belgravia is characterised by grand terraces of white stucco houses and is focused on Belgrave Square and Eaton Square. It was one of London's most fashionable residential districts from its beginnings. After World War II, some of the largest houses ceased to be used as residences or townhouses for the country gentry and aristocracy and were increasingly occupied by embassies, charity headquarters, professional institutions and other businesses. Belgravia has become a relatively quiet district in the heart of London, contrasting with neighbouring districts which have far more busy shops, large modern office buildings, hotels and entertainment venues. Many embassies are located in the area, especially in Belgrave Square. In the early 21st century, some houses are being reconverted to residential use because offices in older houses are no longer as desirable as they were in the post-war decades. While the number of super-rich in London is at a high level not seen since 1939. The average house price in Belgravia recently was over £8 million, although many houses in Belgravia are among the most expensive anywhere in the world, costing up to £100 million. That's nearly £5,000 per square foot, or £50,000 per square metre. Many residential properties in Belgravia were owned by wealthy foreigners who may have other luxury residences in exclusive locations worldwide, so many are temporarily unoccupied because their owners are elsewhere. The increase in land value has been sharp in contrast to the UK average and left the area empty and isolated. Belgrave Square, one of the grandest and largest 19th century squares, is the centrepiece of Belgravia. It was laid out by the property contractor Thomas Cubbett for the second Earl Grosvenor, later to be the first Marquess of Westminster, beginning in 1826. Building was largely complete by the 1840s. The original scheme consisted of four terraces, each made up of 11 grand white stuccoed houses, apart from the southeast terrace, which had 12. Detached mansions were in three of the corners and there was a private central garden. The numbering is anti-clockwise from the north. In Puerto Rico, we call ourselves Boricua. We are proud, passionate, and full of life. On our island, adventure finds you. Strangers aren't strangers for long. The size of the audience doesn't change the beauty of the music. And we celebrate every last ray of sun. Live Boricua. 
there is also a slightly later detached house at the northern corner, number 49, which was built by Cubbett for Sidney Herbert in 1847. The square contains statues of Christopher Columbus, Simon Bolivar, Jose de San Martin, Prince Henry the Navigator, the first Marquess of Westminster. Eaton Square is one of three garden squares built by the Grosvenor family and is named after Eaton Hall in Cheshire, the family's principal seat. It is longer but less grand than Belgrave Square and is an elongated rectangle. The first block was laid out by Cubbett in 1826, but the square was not complete until 1855, the year of his death. The long construction period is reflected in the variety of architecture along the square. The houses in Eaton Square are large, predominantly three bay wide buildings, joined in regular terraces in a classical style, with four or five main stories, plus attic and basement, and a muse house behind. The square is one of London's largest and is divided into six compartments by the upper end of King's Road, northeast of Sloane Square, a main road now busy with traffic that occupies its long axis and two smaller cross streets. Although not as fashionable as some of the other squares in London, Eaton Square was home to several key figures. George Fitzclarence, 1st Earl of Munster, the illegitimate son of William IV, lived at number 13, while Stanley Baldwin and Neville Chamberlain lived at number 93 and number 37 respectively. Since World War II, Eaton Square has become less residential. The Bolivian Embassy is at number 106, while the Belgian Embassy is at number 103. At the east end of the square is St Peter's Church. Designed by Henry Hackwell and built between 1824 and 1827 during the first development of Eaton Square, the first church was destroyed by fire in 1836 and rebuilt by Hawkwill and again in 1987 when it was restored by the Braithwaite Partnership. It's a Grade II listed building in a Greek Revival style featuring a six-columned ionic portico and a clock tower. Eaton Place is an extension to the square, developed by Cubbett between 1826 and 1845. Upper Belgrave Street was constructed in the 1840s to connect Kings Road with Belgrave Square. It is a wide one-way residential street with grand white stuccoed buildings. It stretches from the southeast corner of Belgrave Square to the northeast corner of Eaton Square. Most of the houses have now been divided into flats and achieve sale prices as high as £3,500 per square foot. Many of the buildings were constructed by Cubbett in the 1820s and 1830s. Alfred Lord Tennyson lived at number 9 between 1880 and 1881. John Bingham, 7th Earl of Lucan, lived at number 46 and disappeared without trace from there in 1974 after his children's nanny was found murdered. Chester Square is a smaller residential garden square, the last of the three garden squares built by the Grosvenor family. It is named after the city of Chester, near Eaton Hall. Members of the family also served as members of parliament for Chester. The garden, just under 1.5 acres in size, is planted with shrubs and herbaceous borders. It was refurbished in 1997 to the layout that appears in the Ordnance Survey map of 1867. Past residents include Matthew Arnold, Mary Shelley, John Liddle, Margaret Thatcher and Queen Wilhelmina of the Netherlands. Wilton Crescent was created by Thomas Cundy II and the Grosvenor family estate surveyor 
and was drawn up in the original 1821 Wyatt plan for Belgravia. It's named after the second Earl of Wilton, second son of the first Marquess of Westminster. Street was built in 1827 by William Howard Seth Smith. In the 19th and 20th centuries, it was home to many prominent British politicians, ambassadors and civil servants. Louis Mountbatten, first Earl Mountbatten of Burma, lived at number two for many years. And twice, the President of Columbia lived and died at number 33, which is marked by a historic blue plaque. And finally, Lundis Square, named after the Secretary to the Treasury, William Lundis. Much like Belgravia, it's got grand terraces with white stucco houses. To the east lie Wilton Crescent and Belgrave Square. The square runs parallel with Sloane Street to the east, east of the Harvey Nichols department store and Knightsbridge Underground Station. It has some of the most expensive properties in the world. The Russian businessman Roman Abramovich bought two stucco houses in London Square in 2008. The merged houses, with a total of eight bedrooms, are expected to be worth over £150 million, which exceeds the value of the previous most expensive house in London. So, I hope you've enjoyed our look at Belgravia, an area full of different squares and also different streets with different sorts of houses as well. But one thing is common among all of them, is how expensive the property prices are down there. And also, if you happen to go down there because you've got an embassy you're wanting to visit or you're going to Knightsbridge, it's worth just taking a look and taking in a view of the properties. Wow, how much money do you need to live down there? If you'd like to make contact with us or suggest any places you'd like us to feature in future podcasts, you can let me know through our website, www.londonvisited.co.uk or through our social media. It's that easy. Thanks for listening. Really hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll see you soon on the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening and please don't forget to subscribe to get more shows direct to your device. Also, why not visit our London Visited YouTube channel to get even more of London. Catch you soon on the next one. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.